Previously last week on the Cow, no way, just on Cock Die, the heroes received a letter which asked them for aid. And while traveling into the woods, they were suddenly enveloped in an inky mist. Sticking to the past became difficult, and the soup thickened. They found themselves being stuck by wolves. After furious fight, the party fended off the attackers and pressed on until emerging from the fog as dark shapes arose the ruined city of Barovia. After a cold night in an abandoned house, you emerge into a gray morning and see a light spilling into the town square from the Blood of the Vine Inn. It's an ironic name. Well, it's alcohol. You put the alcohol in the blood, and then you you put the blood in in the ground after you kill someone with a sword, and then you grow more grapes. Circle of life. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Don't yeah. Wanna let the body go to waste. Is Dapper Werewolf okay? I guess I don't have to worry much about Wizard at this point. They're just, they're just gone. Lizard's waking up a little bit slower, uh, but at the, at the first glance, uh, Dapper Werewolf seems fine. You, Farius, uh, see the summoner look over, give you a once-over. Cardius is clearly interested in your well-being. Good morning. Morning. Let us hope it stays good. And barely call it a morning. Mm. Yeah. You said there was an inn, right? There is, and you're still trying to uncramp and work out the sore muscles that tightened up over the chill night. The morning is still a misty blue, and it's that haze of early morning, and you see, cutting through that blue, that haziness, is this light being poured through a doorway from the Blood of the Vine Inn, which sign hangs askew. If we stay in the inn for the night, or did we find somewhere else to sleep? Bog was pretty thick. You guys just packed into an abandoned building and uh, hunkered down there for the night, and uneventful night passed you by. What do you mean uneventful? There was like a whole pie witch. <laughs> that was during the day. Who ate that pie? <laughs> Eric ate the pie. Oh, Eric ate the, ate the pie. Yeah. Well, that's why he's not waking up then. He's still passed out. <laughs> <laughs> I got some pies off of her though. Got like five of those bad boys. How many pies did you get? Bye. Well, let's certainly hope she doesn't come back seeking payment. It's 
fine. We want to find uh, whoever gave us this letter so we can get this started. That sounds like a wonderful idea. All right, so you got the letter in hand. You take it out. You look at it. Mm -hmm. You look towards the bottom of the letter, and it says it's signed by the Burgermaster, and... Like I think that's like a mayor, right? That's like a politician fellow who's supposed to be in charge of things. You look around and you think, "Oh, it's still pretty early. Maybe I'll go over here to this inn. I ask where where this guy's house is at. Is this the right place?" Hmm. Yeah, sounds like a decent enough of a plan. Let's uh see what the locals know stretching out and cutting through the mist which makes like a little pathway like billows behind you as you walk through it you make it into the town square and you see a single shaft of light thrusts illumination into the main square it's a brightness looking like a solid pillar of heavy fog above the gaping door a sign hangs precariously askew proclaiming that this is the blood of the vine inn you guys make your way through the door, and you see over in the corner about three people minding their own business at a table, in addition to two barkeeps and another gentleman over on the right-hand side of the bar. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> I wonder who we're supposed to talk to. Me. Well, I guess I'll just approach the bar and say, uh, we're looking for the, the mayor of sorts of this town. Do you know where he lives? Oh uh, yeah, you be looking for the Burgermaster. Yes. Well, you just missed him. He died. I see. Is there someone who to take his place that we could speak to in, instead? Yes, hey. perhaps you can talk to Ismark. Ismark was his son, and uh, perhaps it's his responsibility to see anybody asking about them. And at this point, you guys see a guy making his way over from uh, the back table by you. You uh, make eye contact with um, uh, Cardius. Ah. Correctly deducing that the portrait portfolio is maybe a main character. <laughs> well, you didn't do a good job just hiding. Well, is this him here, then? Well, yes, friend. I am Ishmark. Uh, Kolyanda, uh, nice to meet you. You are asking about my father, Zubergamaska. How can I help you? Yeah, we, uh, we received a, le a letter that was, uh, from him, uh... No, that seems strange. I don't think my asking father... Asking for help. Well, that doesn't seem incorrect. I, that's very strange as he has been, uh, unable to write for some time now. He's been down with the illness and... 
His poor heart just hasn't been able to take the strain. Now, let me see this letter. I let's I see this. I haven't heard anything about this. Yes, who? I honestly, I don't remember who has it, but well, whoever has it, and let water. this man see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've given the letter, but like, wasn't the letter the letter given to us by like one of his assistants? You guys saw a colorfully, flamboyantly almost dressed man. A lot of colors came in and with a very somber tone, uh, you know, the tavern just asked the first random strong adventurers he could find. Then yeah. he paid for everybody's drinks and left. He did. He did indeed. And uh, Ismark, you look him over and you see that this is more of like a Van Helsing kind of apparel. You see like a lot of belts. A lot of buckles and straps, almost like an anime character, but not that many. What is he? Human? He is human. Is Are everyone in this inhuman? Everyone, you look around, they all seem to be human. I'm taking well, the letter from you. Tell us about this letter, then. He puts on a pair of glasses and uh, starts to look over the letter and you see his brows furrow for a moment. No, this is not right. This is something's wrong here. You mind uh, sharing with the class? Is it? Oh, yes, yes, of course. And he uh, takes his glasses off. He thinks you're making fun of him for a moment, but he's like, oh, I can put this aside for now. This is not my father's handwriting. You have received a forgery. <laughs> However, the uh, contents of the letter are quite true. Unfortunately, Irina is in danger. More danger than I've ever feared that she's been in her life. Well, forgery or not, uh, if she needs help, I'm willing to help. Likewise. It's fantastic. Here, please come with me. We need to go see Irina right away and let her know about this duplicity. Clearly, someone has tried to lure you into Barovia and twist you into his malevolent plans. You have heard of... You have heard of the shadow that drafts over this land. No. Ha have we? <laughs> I'm assuming that. No. That's a long story. Here, please come with me. And at that, he kind of like stands up, nods over the bartender, and slides over a couple gold pieces, and then starts walking out. And starts to dive into a story about a mean werewolf who's like really mean and he's bad and he like kills people and stuff. Does it fit the description of whatever we ran into? What you guys run into? I thought we <laughs> ran into dire wolves. There oh, was a werewolf among them. Werewolf. Oh, yes, I can see uh, you would be confused of the werewolves. They're very powerful. However, Strahd is something even more terrible. A darkness, a curse on this land. He's been here for hundreds of years, centuries now. 
There seems to be no way to free this land of his curse. You want us to... I'm assuming go fight werewolves in this... What did you call him? Strahd? Oh god, no. You would not stand a chance against Strahd. You would be eviscerated and your head's put on spikes. <laughs> you apply to the Strahd. That's a good one. Good one, eh, there. They pat you on the back, gives you a few good slaps. Just grumble at him. I'm, I'm sure you'd be able to do it at some point. You guys walk out of the uh, inn and make your way on over to uh, down the street. Make my way down the street to the... I just had it. How did I change the page? I just had the page and I changed the page. There it is. As we're walking, can I insight check him to see if anything he's talking about has been truthful? Absolutely. Go ahead and roll an insight check. 13. Seems to be like an upright guy. You can tell that he wants to get back to this, uh, this Burgermaster's mansion and give back to Irina as there might be a dangerous situation. It seems like whatever has been harassing the burgomaster has been harassing her as well and that her safety is an imminent peril okay so like is it actually burgomaster or do you mean burgermeister because it's, it's been bothering me ever since you said it so it's uh spelled master m-a-s-t-e-r not meister oh that's so oh god no hmm You guys walk down the main street from the inn and find on the outskirts of town a weary-looking mansion squats behind a rusty iron fence. The iron gates are twisted and torn, and the right gate lies cast aside, while the left swings lazily in the wind. The stuttering squeal and clang of the gate repeats with a mindless precision. Weeds choke the ground and press with menace up towards the house itself, yet... Against the walls, the growth has been tampered down to create a path all about the domain. Heavy claw marks have stripped the once beautiful finished walls. Great black marks tell of the fires that have assailed the mansion. None of the panes, nor a shard of glass, stands in any window. All the windows are barred with planks, each one marked with strange stains of evil omen. Oh dear. They're not a uh, livable uh, building you'd rather move to, or is this Look, more I, than it appears? Well, have you know that it doesn't always look this rough. It's been under assault, but he'll build any structure that's come under the demonic assault of a Cursed vampire, you let me know how your masonry and craftsmanship holds up. Alright, get out of here. I'm going away. Alright. It, it looks pretty good compared to this, really. Well, very well then. Shall we meet this, uh, woman we're supposed to protect? 
then. So you guys walk up to the door and find the door barred as fuck. It is like you see furniture behind the door. There's like gouge marks and claw marks where different holes have been ripped in the wood. The Burgermaster's son gonna let us in or did he? You can tell he's like walking around the sides, like looking for entry and he's like uh, kind of consternation on his face is showing. Irina, Irina, what the hell? Um, so he doesn't live here. Can I just like slam a slam my fist on the door and say, "What was the guy's name again? Did I even ask? Did we even ask him his name? I'm gonna ask him his name. What's your name, sir? Yes, Mark. Pleasure to meet you. Ismark. Okay. I don't know if his name is Mark. Is he? If it's Ismark. Is he Mark? He is Mark. <laughs> His Mark. No, just I S. Damn it, Mark. I S Mark. Is Mark? Is Mark? Hey. I told you he's he is Mark. He's Mark. A very nice. You'll see my hey, Irina. Get out here. And you guys go around trying to like move the door, which is barred quite well. And all of a sudden, as you, like, go to move some of the uh, furniture behind there and try and get access to the door handle, you see, like, the flash of a dagger come down, and you're just able to get your hand out of the way. Get back, scum! I'll kill you if you try and get in here again! And you see, like, more furniture being piled up on the door from the other side. Irina, Irina, wait! No, this is friends! Please let us in! We're here to help! You are all minions of the evil vampire, and I will not succumb to your wiles. Get out of here and don't come back. Quite the uh, opposite, actually. Yes. You're not even from this land. Okay, I like what you guys are putting down. I'll need some persuasion checks. <laughs> Step aside. <laughs> Actually, don't step aside. It could be very bad. It's like, hey, let me take care of it. Demon person yeah, walks up. It's very bad. I'll also accept a charisma. That means very little. Oh, a deception as well. I'm sorry. Uh, persuasion or deception. Well, doesn't make a difference to me. It's the same. Flat mm. roll. Yep. All right, Castellan, you seem to be the one who successfully charms this person down. Let us in. We can speak. We're here to help. Listen to your friend. All right. Well, I guess I do need help carrying my father's body up the hill. And here you hear <laughs> something breaking and uh, shattering behind the door. And after about 40, 50 seconds, you guys hear... the door slides all across the wooden floor to open up. God, I thought that was a sad dog. (laughs) 
The interior of the mansion is well furnished, yet the fixtures show signs of great wear. Noticeable oddities are the boarded up windows and the presence of holy symbols in every room. The Burgermaster wait, is... Wait. Hmm? Holy symbols? Yeah, you're seeing a lot of uh, symbols to the... Oh, I only know evil gods. Um, Thorn? I want to say Torm. Okay, can I enter this place? <laughs> you feel a serious resistance to it and an uncomfortableness easing and rising up in you all the time. You just feel increasingly uncomfortable. But you yeah, are able to come in. I don't know about this anymore. The Burgermaster is in a side drawing room on the floor, lying in a simple wood coffin surrounded by wilting flowers and a faint odor of decay. Can I spray some perfume over his body? How long has he been dead and you haven't buried him? It's hibiscus and lavender. That's very lovely, thank you, I appreciate that. It's been about three days since he died. The horrors from the outside were just too much for him and he was eventually succumbed to the stress. Oh, I'm, I think we should give him a proper burial and then we can speak without any concerns. I agree with you, I'll need your help, please. I don't have the strength to do it my loan. If you will all put these white suits on and dance carrying his grave up the hill, I would appreciate it. <laughs> necessary. Well, I tried to hire the Canadian pallbearers, but they charged too much. It was too much far of a distance. And then once I informed them that they wouldn't believe, be able to leave and they'd be trapped in the soul prison, they were rather reluctant to make their journey here. Wait, soul prison? Soul prison? In any case, we will need to make our way up to the church. Please. Oh, God. Just it's... more and more places I'm going to be unable to enter. <laughs> I am sure the father will make an exception for you. Now, if we'll be on our way, that will be much appreciated. And right as um, you, you see her make a, a motion towards the front door, she runs to the front door, slams it shut, and starts piling a bunch of furniture on it. <laughs> oh shit, they're back. Oh god, here we go again. And you hear a so inside on the door that she just closed. Um, who's they? Oh, who the fuck knows? It's always someone different. Did I'm going to use my ethereal guide to gain blind sight and move up to the door so I can see who's on the other side. You see some kind of hideous zombie, an undead fiend beating against the door, throwing their entire body and their head and shoulder, smashes and squirts through the corners and the the things of the door. Thanks. Alright, well, I'll swap that off and I'll say to the party, it's uh, definitely some sort of undead. Um, is there usually just one, or...? Well, last night it was... Well, they haven't been here for three nights now, but 
for the uh, many nights it was just uh, hundreds of wolves circling around trying to smash through the doors. So no, oh. no, it's not always one. We're quite lucky that this time it's only one. Are there gaps in the pile of the shimane to where an arrow might be able to fly through? I'll say yes with a disadvantage. An eight does not hit. How long do they tend to stay around before giving up? Are we going to have to kill it before we can leave? And as you say, are we going to have to kill it before we leave? (laughs) Splintered wood shatters all over you guys as this ghostly figure crosses the threshold into the house and starts making its way towards you, Farius. Give me a, um, I guess it'd be a perception check. Four. You can hear this thing muttering under your breath, but you can't quite tell what it's saying. Do you hear something? In what language? And then it starts to squeak. <laughs> well, now I'm gonna need initiative. Why does that zombie Silent Hill. One. Minus one? Yep. Minus one. Yep. I am not a spry chicken. I am anymore. Uh, Add ten to that to experiences. Various, you need me to add you need me to add something to your initiative of eight? No. <laughs> no. No. Various has an eighteen dex. Ah. Uh, ten more than Yes. Yeah. With my passive perception of seventeen, I couldn't make out what the I couldn't hear the the undead speak. You would. Was he speaking abyssal or infernal? He's squeaking, uh, he's squeaking. He is squeaking. He's speaking and squeaking in English. Uncommon? Oh. What did he, he say? Common. Did he make, did, was that actual words or was he just making zombie noises? He said, Tibbersworth wants various. Oh. oh. Okay. Guardias, you're up first in the initiative. So is this a regular zombie, or...? Maybe. Does it look like a regular zombie? 
It seems to be more wispy than a regular zombie, I would say. Severely oh, wispy. Not severe wispy. <laughs> yes, it's true. Oh, no. At this point, Irina is running past all of you up the stairs into a room and locking herself up there as she says just before closing the door quickly defeat it i will get prepared and hide myself up here so i'm not harmed is it wearing any form of armor yes it is <sighs> okay so i'm gonna take out one of my totems and just <laughs> rip it apart and just be like, TARDIS, go! <laughs> and it's gonna leak a gray slime substance from where it was ripped. And it's gonna pool on the floor until it's about, like, my height. And let me drag its little token onto the board. Cool. I'm gonna roll initiative for them as well, but... I actually summon it. Okay, okay. Nice, lovely initiative. What initiative? Oh, hey, it's. It actually goes after me because it's been minus two. Alright, I got TARDIS. I only have a minus one. Comes down to the modifier at that point, huh? Yeah, for a tiebreaker. Interesting. Alright, with that, it is going to be the Revenant's turn. Hmm. He's going to make an attack on you, Kiss Dylan. Okie doke. Oh, I, I don't think that's going to hit. I think he's only got a plus five. Ooh, plus seven. That would be no, that a does 13. Not hit. A 13 does not hit. Dang. Nope. I got 16 AC. Isn't that 20 hit? Uh, just barely, yeah. Oh, look at me being a fucking facetious piece of shit. <laughs> Alright. Fine. But I didn't want to roll good anyway. That's going to be uh, 12 damage to you, Bludgeonade. That's going to be the end of the Revenant's turn, and he's going to be like... Various want you, Various. Your turn, Various. Did I, did Various hear that, that statement? Yeah, at this point you get it. Hmm. Revenant wants a piece of the, uh, Dear me. I believe you should stay dead. And Varys is kind of, kind of like, again, kind of bite his hand, his thumb to make it bleed and then rubs the blood along the edge of the bow and then it lights up into flame. Uh, oh jeez, okay. Of course I rolled nice. Damage not the rule. I know. Four or five damage, damage doesn't hit. I'm damaging myself to activate the ability. Ooh, that's cool. 
Wine. Bloodhunters. Ooh. And with the flaming bow, I'm going to take a shot at the revenant. There's a nine hit. Negative. Was it worth the self harm? <laughs> Not so far. Any more tags? Nope. Gazdalin, you're up, man. Okie doke. I don't appreciate it smacking me really hard right off the bat here, so. Dick move. I'm going to try to hit it back for some good damage. Of course. It's a nine. And I'm going to use my bonus action to call forth some of my captured souls. So, uh, to increase my AC by two until the end of my next turn. Alright, plus two to AZ, I like it. Stay put. Uh, well, I, I don't really want to risk the attack of opportunity, so yeah, I'll stay put. Alright. TARDIS, the squiggly pseudopod, you are, you're up. He's a glaze. Oh, fuck. But his action is pseudopod, so... Oh, he's not good at it, though. Ghost is just too... ghosty. Too wispy. Too wispy. Yeah, that, that's hard to Alright, Tardis, uh, back up to Cardius at the top of the initiative order. About 15 feet. Dad, dang it. He is within walking distance. Oh, but it's so far. I know. <laughs> Give me my rascal. Alright. Uh, can I sprout my wings as I walk towards him? Absolutely. It's just more quenching sounds. Then I'm gonna. Attempt to hit him. All right. Is he undead? He is undead. Good. Wow, nice roll. Here comes the damage. Ten slashing and six radiant. I've got it. That'll be that. It's going to be the Revenant's turn. He is going to walk through all three of you and provoking opportunity attacks from uh, Castellan, Cardius, as well as Pseudopod, Tardis. Wild. 
my god. 13 is going to hit. 16 is going to hit. 13 hits. Takes uh, 11 misses. 11 points of. Uh, that's my damage. Alright, 7 no. bludgeoning, 8 acid, and any of his armor, if not magical, is partially corroded. With the minus spin, you, you can read. I, well, some, most of the time. 15, and then I got the 11 damage, and then I still didn't get a swing from. No, wait. Did I? Tardis. Yeah, I missed. No, I got that. Okay, then. Got oh, from the pseudopod. At 11. Tardis is the 16. Yeah, I hit for 11. Okay. I'm just confused. Just wanted to make sure everyone got an attack in and that Cardius himself would have gotten an opportunity attack as well. Oh yeah, I attacked. I just got an 11. It didn't hit. Ah, thank you. Okay, that's what I was missing. Alright. So you guys see this thing, the undead determined revenant move through all of you, not carry, not flinching as it receives your attack and continues towards you, Farius. Farius, Tibblesworth wants to be with you forever. Tibblesworth? Tell me this guy gets the fan club. 15, 16. Is that plus anything? Yes, actually, he's got a plus seven, so it's going to be uh, 22 is lowest. Yeah, they both hit. It's going to be 10 and 11 damage, 21 total. Oh. Tibblesworth wants your love, Arius. Your turn. Tibblesworth should have stayed dead. If you could do me a favor and, like, only incapacitate it. Do my best. Shooting at disadvantage because he's in melee range and I'm using a bow. Ignore the second one. Seven's Natural gonna miss. Five. Gotta hit them natty ones. Yeah. Any movement? No, because I don't want to take a tackle opportunity. Understood. Castellan, you see your friend getting moved in on. What do you do? Uh, I guess I'm going to try and do what I do the worst in attacking. 12 is going to miss. <sighs> I fucking got I can't hit a single. I've only hit one. <laughs> everything I've done. I'm sorry. I haven't hit with my bow yet either. It's okay. I guess I'm going to use my bonus action to try and with the scimitar to try and hit him. 25 hits. There we go. So he takes nine points of slashing damage. I've got it. Um, I guess that's it. 
Tardis, you're up and you're in range. Only one that can hit is this octopus pod. Three bludgeoning and nine action, plus any penalties his armor, if non-magical. That's already minus two if that's not magic armor. Oh shit, I fucked that up. Uh, Castellan, um, he has an uh -huh. AC of 12 when you attacked. So that first attack is going to hit as well. Because the okay. armor's been reduced by two now. He now is 11. So you want me to roll damage? Roll damage for that 12. And a 9. Okay, I've got it. 9 more. <laughs> Sorry, shitty DMing. I got, uh, I got the AC uh, track now. That's pretty nasty. Uh, dropping the AC down with a um, with a tentacle monster, you fiend! It's only on armor. If it's a regular person, it doesn't do anything. Well, he's a ghost armor revenant, so it does a lot. <laughs> oh, how sad. Oh, just have a ghost man. Okay, it's gonna be uh, Cardius's turn. Right. Gonna hit him with the. The holy Kodachi. That's gonna hit. Five slashing for radiant. I've got the nine. Mm -hmm. Right, understood. Alright, you guys got him surrounded at this point, so you would be rolling with advantage. However, first we're gonna deal with the revenant's turn. With single-minded determination, seeing your throat and lunging for it, he is going to make two attacks on you with uh, 11 and an 8. Well, dip, 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 dip. <laughs> Various, you see this thing just go into a bloodlust in front of you and just writhe around in its fury. To no effect, your move. Well, just gonna try to shoot again. This time at normal because of the flanking. Dang it. <laughs> Lost the thing. Can't hit. You shoot him and it goes low, uh, right into his foot, and right when you think you did some damage, he like moves his toes apart. Tipples wet. I wish I wouldn't have come to this. It was always going to come to this. Mm. This was inevitable. Gazdalid. Yes. Well, second verse, same as the first. That it's. And then I'm going to smack him with the bonus action. Still Does a just 10 low. hit him now? No, too no, just dang. a little too low. Alrighty, well that's 
That's it for me. Right, we're gonna go to Tardis. The I need I need to know what he is now. <laughs> He's a ooze. Going to the Graves turn. Let's see what you got, Tardis. Is rolling high. Seriously, he is all touchy feely with them tentacles. Seven <laughs> acid plus the minus ten. If it's uh, AC is reduced to ten, it's gonna just, you know, be destroyed. So the armor. All right, that is the ra the last of the ghostly armor you see bubble away in the acid. Another yeah. fifteen. Right, I've got the damage. We might be able to hit him now. <laughs> Maybe if I stop rolling threes. <laughs> Welcome, Herrick. You there, bud? Yeah, I'm here. Just had to get roll twenty to open. Awesome. We're gonna go ahead and put you at the top of the initiative order so we get you into this combat, dude. So you guys uh, see over on the couch, uh, Herrick wake up from his uh, stupor from the dream pastries. A little groggy. He's got that lizard film over his eyes. Good to see yourself. You want to help? Mm. Wait, where am I? Where am I? I don't know where I am. Right there? Oh, wonderful. Let me, let me let me see what I can do. Mm. He is going to. I, I got a good look over his abilities real quick. I have. I... No problem. No problem. Uh, Guardians, you're on deck. Okay, I got. I got it. Now. Got it. Go ahead. Wait, I got it. Yeah. Go shoot him with his longbow. Here we go. Shoot him with your best shot. I think that is. All right. And his his bow is gonna be. I'm enveloped by the swarm of his swarm of blood, which is gonna deal an extra one d six piercing damage. So he's gonna take twelve damage from that. I've got the damage. That's it. That's all, he, that's all he's doing. Nice. Waking up out of the nap, jumps up, shoots an arrow. And I gotta like that kind of friend. He's ready to shoot right when he gets up. Perfect. Doesn't doesn't like sleeping in the open. There we go. That's, that's how we got it. No way. I sleep we had to drag cover. you here in a wheelbarrow, so. I mean... There's a, there's a reason he slept in water. It's hard to attack things when they're in water. You're not. <laughs> That's a fact. Guardians? Not sure. Uh, quick question. What level is this thing? Well, I mean, I could. You mean a CR? Yeah. Five. Never mind. I was going to try to capture it, but I can't. So. I mean... I was, I was playing in a game where we the highest level was a level four paladin, which was me, 
and we fought a level 17 fighter as a boss. Oh, come on. That's rude. Okay, okay yeah. Anyway, 12 hits. That's <laughs> mean. It, it dual-wielded great swords in a Dark Souls-esque boss manner. Okay, I'm liking that now. And, and we recruited him. I've got Very dumb. Damage. And I'm assuming Cardius will continue to stand directly behind the Shimmering Ghost Man. Oh uh, no, I'm gonna fly up out 10 feet and then... Normal? Yeah, fly up 10 feet. And I guess he can use his other 20 to get next to... Fairy. Alright, I'll say you're just on the edge, but you remain on the outside of an attack of opportunity. Yeah, I'm gonna stay flying. Gotta stay flying, I like it. And then it's gonna be the Revenant's turn. I promise you, Various, I will eat your soul. gonna be 10 more damage to you and you can feel this ghost he's trying to like bite and rack and open a carve a chest a hole in your chest so he can pry open your ribcage and he's already trying to dig his little fingers and crack open and pry your ribcage open so he can get at your heart doing a pretty good job Yep, he's cracked a few ribs at this point, but you've done your fair share and returned to him. You can see that both the legs are just ruined. This thing couldn't chase you if you guys tried to run away from it, but it's got clawed onto you. Various. It is your I move. I still have advantage for flank. Yes, you do. Okay. Just gonna try to shoot again. Hey! 16 hits. Finally. Oh, goodness. That's nine piercing and one fire damage. And that arrow was a little toasty. So you shoot him through and that extra fire damage burns him and you see Tibblesworth wince. And he looks back at you. You think I need this body? I'll use anybody. Tibblesworth will have your body. Oh dear. Castle in your move. Alrighty. This creature's starting to get a little annoying. I'm gonna try and finish him off. You have advantage for flanking with parries. Oh, yeah. I'll just roll again. Well, not a crit, but I'm pretty sure the 21 hit him anyways. Definitely. So he takes 10 slashing damage. And then I am going to use my smite on him. Smite! For another 10 necrotic damage. That's going to do it. That kills him. 
It does. How you want to do it? All right. I'm going to bring my uh, double-bladed scimitar up. And, you know, do a little flourish, spin it around, and just slice his head off. And you guys see this head sail across the room, and you see the hateful eyes of Tibblesworth extinguish before the head hits the ground. And for a sweet moment, you think you can see, Farius, this little rat body poof and disappear. I'm going to capture... Can... Is this creature have a soul? Oh, yes. All right, I'm going to capture it. Oh, there goes my recurring Tibblesworth rat ghost. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and see if you can capture it. What, how do you do that? I just I just do it. <laughs> you just get a jar I, and you did a ghost in the jar. So, yeah, well, no, I uh, basic. Well, I guess the way it looks is um, Are you I'll reach my cage. Huh? No, I have. Uh, since I'm a homebrew class, one, my first thing that I can do is I can capture souls. It's, it's like a ninth level spell to in Warlock. <laughs> uh, if I, I can use them for things, and as soon as I do, the soul is free. So I'll let you know when Tibblesworth is free, and you can use him again. But can I have him when he's free. I need to turn that in. Um, I don't have any control over other people using him, but he just his soul is just released, so but like, unfortunately wait. just it just leaves it just vanishes goes to the wherever souls go I mean, if it's got the real plane, I can walk in there for a second and see if he's in there I mean Given the story reasons behind uh, behind this land, I feel like he's just gonna wind up in another body. Good. Yes, uh, probably. I reach my hand out. A spectral uh, arm comes out above my hand and places it, uh, its hand on top of mine, and I suck the soul in. And for a moment, you all see this little tiny fuzzy mouse soul in the palm of this ghostly hand, on top of his hand. And it is captured. You do not see the soul try. It's like in this cute little uh, area where it's trying to like get up against the glass. It's glass surfing almost, but there is no glass. There's just an invisible force that binds it. And you see frustration as this rat soul clearly wants to inhabit another corpse so it can continue its assaults on Farius. Seems like momentarily contained. I should have asked if that was the first, second, or third tibbles with. <laughs> do you want to give us a little elaboration you know I I can't hold him for the rest of my life ah uh, yes Tibblesworth first second and third were my rat companions when I was growing up one got eaten by a hawk the other two were eaten by me oh interesting you get a little hungry in wolf form sometimes so should we expect uh, two more of this type of creature coming out I after us? But it might not hurt to be prepared. And as you guys feel tiny little beady ghost eyes upon your backs, you hear psh, the breaking of glass coming over from the room in which a, uh, Irina Kolyana sits. Oh dear. 
We should check on her, not run into the room. Uh, is anyone hurt? Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, <sleeping> profusely. <laughs> oh, that's normal. Her, her exhaust are gonna run into the room. You guys burst into the room, door slamming against the stone wall, and you see in front of you Irina in the deep embrace of Strahd von Zorovich, drinking deeply from the blood in her neck. You, all emerging into the room, see him look up. <laughs> Terrible look on his face, blood running down from his fangs onto his chin, a dazed, confused look on Irina's face. Not, he's not as hot as I thought he would be. <laughs> I, heard, I heard he was like the Brad Pitt, Ryan Reynolds of the vampires, but honestly, he's he's kind of meh. Yeah, it's just the lighting. Just, the camera adds 10 pounds. <laughs> well, that doesn't look good. Should we uh do something? I suppose we should try, yes. Ah, but he's so far. Oh, wait, no, I have an idea. Oh. <laughs> uh, Wookie, can I use my uh, ethereal-ness to, like, step into the ethereal plane and walk over there? Absolutely. Cool. And as you walk into the ethereal plane, the landscape shifting into a misty blue form around you, wavy. You see Strahd change into an incorporeal form himself, drifting down and through the room you all feel a chill of coldness creep up your spine. And Strahd is no Not longer there. Dang it! Did it just he disappeared or did the lady disappear as well? Irina is still there, a bit of exhaustion overcoming her. She falls down onto her knees and arms. Okay, I'll move to look over her. She seems uh, all right. She just seems a little winded. Okay. Paris is going to go sit on this bench. <laughs> what a well-placed I know. I'll look to the podium to say, anyone know anything about vampires and whether or not I mean, uh -huh. he's going to turn into one? Cardenas is going to raise his hand. Arius uh, will also kind of shakily raise his hand. So should we be worried or should we... Nope. Is it not too much of a concern? It not depends on whether he was trying to turn her or if he was just feeding it's a lot more effort to turn somebody than to just bite them. Indeed. At this point, <laughs> Irina kind of steadies and gets off of her, um, gets off the ground and back onto her feet, and she says, I'm fine, I'm fine. I, I'm sorry, I don't know what came over me. I let him into the house. He charmed me. He, I don't know, understand how he does that to my mind. It clouds me. First rule of vampires, never invite them in. Same rule with Jehovah's Witnesses. Um. <laughs> well, yes, those two.
Well, perhaps we can take a a short rest, and uh, you can explain a bit more about who this Strad fellow is. And well, I'll tell you everything. Give us I a know. better idea. And you guys all sit down for a moment and take a short rest. You gain the benefits of such. If you want to roll up some hit dice. Yes, please. <laughs> yes. I mean, I don't really need one. I just finished a long rest. So. Not everybody got to eat the drug pies here. Well, maybe you should have. <laughs> Come on, Guardians. No. You're packing. Come on, hand out some drug pies. I'm not looking to get addicted. You want to tell us what happened with those drug pies? I know. Oh, yes, kind of I under- had the most wonderful dream. You see, I stood on the mountains of corpses, and I was the most powerful. I was the best hunter. Wonderful. <sighs> Interesting. I had hunted all the big game. Hmm. Can I make a medicine check on Herrick to see if he's a drug addict now? <laughs> yeah, that's how that works. Go ahead. A 19, are you addicted? Tell, you have to tell me. If, you have to tell me if you're a cop. <laughs> Actually, your, there's no law that says that. <laughs> using your uh, top-notch lawyerly psychologist psychiatric Freudian training, do you determine that he is... Not addicted and still sane 100%. 100% sane, yes. That's how that works. You're as sane, as, sane you... as he started. Yeah, I was about to say, you're as sane <laughs> as you were before. A <laughs> little bit more. A little bit more sane. Alrighty, well. As long as we're not having to sell children for pies. Oh, by the way, they, those weren't children pies. <laughs> Trust me, I know. Uh, that's good. Uh, I'll, I won't ask you why you know. <laughs> Herrick, you would remember that the while the children... Here. While it didn't have any child meat in the pie, there was a distinct aftertaste of child. Yeah, you know the aftertaste <laughs> of child. It's real fresh. There was no child in the pie, but the crust m- might have been. Not too sure. Bit of an aftertaste. The sweat, maybe. Kind of, kind of sweet, kind of savory. Yes. Mm. Mm. Sweet, full of innocence. Anyway, tell us about this Strahd fellow. Yes, <laughs> please. So Ismar goes up to Irina and says, "Please tell them it's best that we come clean, and maybe they'll be able to help us if we just hold back. They might leave us and abandon us here to our fate." Yes, you're right. I, I will tell them. It's, it's embarrassing. This is the second time that Strahd has fed on me, and now, I think it's only a matter of time before he turns me into one of his wretched vampire spawns. I plan on killing myself before allowing this to happen. But maybe life is still worth a try, worth living. If you'll take me to perhaps the reinforced town of Kresk. Or maybe Valaki, I could perhaps fend off his advances and and try and maintain my sovereignty and power over my own self. However, I tell tell you now, and I swear, 
If he ever dominates my will again, I will take my own life. I will be no slave. Well, hopefully, Irina, that will not be necessary. These folks will take you to Valaki. And he turns to you all. Huh? Right? Huh? You, you, you'll take her, right? As she's, yes. She's, she's a little. I'll do everything here. in my power to help you. Likewise. I appreciate that. You don't understand. She's being stalked. She's really being harassed. I appreciate you guys. I can't uh, agree with you wanting to take you on life, though. Uh, what CR is is Mark? <laughs> is Mark? <laughs> you just asking CR of people? Are you, are you uh, a Pokemon trainer? Hundred twenty-five. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Have a feeling it's not very high. He's just like regular human man, right? I don't know. He's probably like CR. Like negative five. Yeah, what's a regular human CR? I don't know. Male, human, veteran. Human, veteran? So, classless? What? Well, there's only one classless person around here, and that's me. <laughs> veteran has an ac of uh or excuse me a cr of three so he seems like a capable farmhand can i take him into another room privately yeah you lead him away um are you being discreet about it you trying to stealth off yeah um I'm not good at it. <laughs> I, I knock over some pots of heads. Uh, you guys see Esmark stepping discreetly off to the side, and then Cardius uh, bangs over a vase and psh, crashes to the floor and uh, breaks. Uh, don't mind me. Uh, just just going to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we've seen what you can do. That that guy better come back. <laughs> See, you're asking a lot of me. It's it's not like I'm in control of whether or not he decides to come back or not. Um, but I will attempt to ensure that he does. Yeah, 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 definitely. Insight check. <laughs> Are you uh -huh. telling the truth, Cardius? No. Seems like she's about to kill, or he, uh, seems like he's about to kill this poor man. Shit. Maybe you should stay here. No, 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 no. I'm sure any, anything you would like to talk with him about, you can say in front of the party. Not necessarily, no. There's some. And his sister, what I I believe, right? Since so she called the dead man her father. You see, like, a wicked uh, urge to escape out to somewhere private with uh, Guardius. In the corner of his mind, this prospect dying, you know, he resents you. He's like, what? Uh, come on, man, don't don't fuck this up for me. And then all of a sudden, he catches the drift of your meaning, and he's like, oh, um, 
Yeah, actually, you know, I think I will stay here with the group. I, um, do you think this is best? Hey, uh, I'll carry the uh, burgomaster here. I'll do it myself. And he takes up, like, the entire wooden coffin on his back and... Okay, I'm on my way to the church now. Let me help you with that, and I'll take up the other side. Okay, by the way, have we been talking for like how long have we been? uh, I've been talking to. Oh no, we take Uh, a we took a short rest to learn about strong. How long was I talking to? Fifty nine minutes. Uh. Can I persuade him to like come with me really quick? <laughs> you realize the rest of the party isn't gonna let you get him alone. I mean, you guys can watch. <laughs> so, with a little bit more blind, you do convince him to scamper off as you guys make your way to the church. You guys cool. uh, hanging out in the periphery just off camera. Okay, so what I'm gonna try to do, ah, uh, this isn't gonna work very well, but I mean, it had to be done. I'm not sure how well this works. He's charmed either. I basically only charmed him to get him to come with me, I guess. Okay. And now that we're alone, I'm gonna try to convince him that. I mean, we're watching you. Mind that. Okay, cool. I'm gonna try to convince him to uh do some some stuff. So while you guys make your way up to the church and find yourselves in the front with a coffin, Sarah mostly dumped off to the side. You guys see Cardias and Ismark uh, disappear off to the uh, choir rafters. After a moment, Father Donovan comes and opens up the large stained glass doors, allowing you guys entry, and glancing down at the coffin, he takes position on the other side and lifts up and helps you carry it out towards the back to the cemetery. Help uh, dig the the grave if there isn't one already about the father grins and hands you a shovel as you guys make work with a pick and uh, shovel you guys able to dig out a pretty suitable grave for the burgermaster right, I guess we'll, bur- we'll bury the- this guy I guess Oh yeah, by the way, can I ask is Mark if there's anything he wants? So, classic funeral. You guys all standing in the rain. You hear the... Rhythmic rhythmic thumping of wet earth being carved out. And the grave is dug and filled with the coffin. And everyone standing there, minus Cardias and his Mark, paying their respects. The priest, the father, Donovan, asks if anyone would like to stay a few words. Oh, didn't know the name, the man, so 
It wouldn't be appropriate. No, it's for the best. This Burgomaster, he was an old man and he lived a long life. Unfortunately, the stress of this event with Irina is probably the end of him. And while we appreciated his uh, guidance and wisdom in life, we hope to see that he finally finds rest away from the strife and terror that represents Barovia. Let's hope he uh, is somewhere better. Well, it's a low bar, friend. It's pretty shitty here. I suppose that's so. Uh... Well, say something. You're gonna say something? Uh, just suggesting that uh, Irina and Ismark should say something. Well, I would say something to own the man, but ever since I've had an encounters with Strahd, my memory has failed me, and I cannot trust my own memories. I always knew the Burgermaster to be a kind man who tried to help me and find sanctuary away from Strahd. However, now, I can't feel guilty that somehow I'm responsible for his death, for the terrible obsession that Strahd had with me led to harm of him. That is quite important. Yes. Paris uh, uh, is gonna look around and go find Cardius and Ismark wherever they went off to. You do hear a banging. I'm just gonna stay with Irina. Hopefully, regroup. Everyone will regroup eventually. Yeah, lucky there were a couple things I had to say to Ismark. Okay, so uh, flashback on over to Ismark and uh, Cardius. You guys steamily putting back on your uh, garments and. Uh... A little bit flush, oh. red in the cheeks. You guys smile over at each other mischievously. This is going to be a bit uh, long. I'm trying to convince him to do something at least. All right. Uh, is there anything you want, Ismark? Oh, Perhaps well. anything that I could help you with? Um, I'd say I you're really doing a fantastic it. job of convincing me. I could uh, do anything that you'd like me to. Please, fire away. Well, for instance, is there any particular person that you envy, or someone that just makes your blood boil when you think of them? Well, uh, frankly, I haven't thought of any way, well, anyone like that in a long time. Hmm. 
any other more unsavory desires you can think of? Well, I've always wanted a sex doll from Japan. Something about what? the silicon eyes, they are so beautiful. Uh, no, no I, I play, I play, I do not know why what you'll ask me this, please. I'm just trying to make sure that you have no unanswered, you know, things going on when you pass on into the other life, you know? Think of it as a bucket. Wait, what? Why would you mention I'm... Am I... I don't plan on dying for a long time. But I won't be around you for a long time. He takes a step back at that. Well, geez, I'm thinking that this might not have been worth it. I'm not planning on killing him, by the way. I just don't know a better way to put this. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sure how involved I'm meant to get with him. He uh, relaxes a little bit, his shoulders noticeably coming down like an inch or two. Well, I tell you what, we'll play by ear and we'll just see how we feel as we go along. And he takes your hand, um, and he takes uh, your hand in his, gives it a squeeze. That was consensual, right? He did that of his own volition, right? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> that, that silence had me uncomfortable for a minute. <laughs> Alright, this is good enough, good enough, good enough. Uh, can I keep him around me for a while? Like, he doesn't have to do anything, I just need his presence there. Absolutely, you make it clear through body language and uh, and grabbing his butt and holding on to him. You fold him close, yeah, he does not try and resist or walk away from you at the moment. However... Uh, you do hear a continual banging coming from somewhere in the church. Oh, well. I guess I'll follow that. A pretty popular place. Hey, <laughs> Frisky Church, what's going on here? Am I in Vegas? Uh, give me a perception roll as you try to determine where this knocking is coming from. I mean, as long as it's not an actual holy church, I'm fine. Uh, that was a persuasion, not a perception. There's the perception. That's quite a bit better. So you hear this... Uh, it's like a scratching. It's like the uh, wood splintering on occasion. It's coming from below the church. Oh, God. Do they have the little boys in the basement again? Topical. Uh, is <laughs> gonna head down there. Look at around... <laughs> Looking around the church, you don't find any immediate or obvious access down below the the main. They don't call it an auditorium. Mass? I want to say mass. Mass. Mass is the um group of. I think it's auditorium. It's cathedral. Not... It's cathedral. That's it. Yeah, you don't see in the any obvious stairway down from the main cathedral area. Can I attempt to talk to one of the workers at the church? 
All you see is Father Donovan walking around. If I talk to him directly, I might die. Well, then don't be a sexy incubus. I'm not. Well, well, since Herrick doesn't know there's no doesn't know there's banging going on in this church, he's gonna be looking for small rodents to eat. He's hungry. Herrick, no. <laughs> I don't even know if I've stepped foot in the church yet, so. Well, you gotta make sure that proper respect is paid to the dead Burgermaster as you continue to stand in the rain, getting a little gold. Give me a constitution saving throw. <laughs> you feel a point of exhaustion come over you, and then because you roll so amazingly, you do not receive a point of exhaustion. I... <laughs> Where did is where did Irina go? Is she still outside? Or did she head into the church? She stood in the rain for quite a while. And uh just before you did, and incurring a point of exhaustion herself, she did make her way inside the church. Okay, I'll follow her in then. The whole point of being here is to protect her, so I don't want to leave her alone. Has Farius found Cardius at his mark yet? I'll say yes, you have found them, and they are... You've found where they're at, and you chose better of barging in uh, in on top of their privacy, as they um, seem to be in heated discussion. However, yes, you did find them within the church. I uh, would need just to clarify, I, I am in human form. And usually am in less combat. So just an exceptionally handsome male? Absolutely. Wunderbar. Can Herrick roll to see if he can find any rodents to eat? You do see a lot of rodents, and you're able to successfully catch three, no problem. And you thought the skittering, the scratching that you clearly hear was probably one of these rodents, and if you caught enough of them, they'd go away, but then... Scratching continues. He's gonna find the big scratching very, very, um, appetizing. He's gonna try to find a way to get to it. Maybe it's a big rat. Maybe it's something delicious. Mmm, delicious, powerful, strong. Wolf side fairies probably will also. Alright, after a few moments, you guys all kind of converge and find the stairway leading down from the church in this abandoned room. Oh, that's great. Didn't even have to talk to Father O'Malley, O'Connell, Carol O'Reilly, O'Brien, O'Sullivan. <laughs> Father O'Reilly O'Sullivan O'Brien actually stops you as you guys start making your way into that room and says, Well, one moment, please. Do, do not go down there. That is uh, private church business. That is where we keep altar boys for plying and loosening them up. Dang, I knew I spoke too soon. Uh... Think it gives us more you. reason to go down there. Can I ask him if we could just, you know, take a small peek down there, you know? We're not, we're not 
gonna do much down there, you know, kind of congregate. There's nothing to see, I promise you. Think Pulp Fiction, but with just little boys all strapped up. Yeah, that's what's down there. You do not want to go down there. I, I can tell you guys, good people, you do not want to boy fuck. Uh, can I have a, uh... I guess it's an insight from him. Oh, wait, Cardius might want a boy fuck. Um, yeah, go ahead and roll no. into check. <laughs> legal. He, he would never... They just look devil. 12. They're 100 years old. I don't trust that. They're elves. They're elves. Listen, they're, mm -hmm. they're 90-year-old elves. Yeah, come uh, on. I don't I don't know if that's worse or better. Well, it's still <laughs> underage. Still illegal. Still underage by elf age, yes. <laughs> Listen, they're 15-year-old orcs. It's fine. No! <laughs> yeah. They're 13-year-old dragonborn, so it's fine. Orcs, orcs, orcs mature at like 14, I think. Same with Dragonborn, yeah. Because uh, Dragonborns only live for like 50 years, so. Orcs live for 75, I think. Where's that inside, Jack? Uh, Cardias? Oh no, I needed one from him. I made a persuasion. Oh, okay. Ooh. He believes you. Cool. So, can we go down there? Yeah, okay, look, look, yeah, I'll, I'll show you down there, but whatever you do, do not kill what's down there, please. I beg you. What CR is what's down there? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's have a look. It'll depend on what's down there. Please, anything. I don't know what happened. It was a mistake, but I I can correct it. I can make this right. You'll just... And he's, like, trying to, like, claw at you and hold you back, but he is unable <laughs> because you are strong and you all burst down into the basement and see... Huddled in the corner, a figure unmoving. You can tell right as you burst through this. Like those basement doors that are horizontal they're like flat on the ground you open those up and you remove these chains and these locks different pieces of wood that bar across the gate opening broken and splintered someone has been beating at it from the other side of the door trying to get out and as you open up the door and go down into the basement you see something retreat away into the corner huddled in fear So what is it? Hello? I have dark vision. You see uh, a young man, curvy, wavy hair, with a strong resemblance to Father Donovich. But something's wrong. He looks thin and super wispy. Oh no, not wispy. We just fought a wispy thing. Right. Is this the same kind of wispy or a different kind of wispy? Are we hitting severe levels of wispy or are we at moderate wispy? You guys have crossed over into dangerous, really wispy levels. Oh, oh no. no. Never before have we seen <laughs> such high levels of wispy. 
Oh, yes. And as you look down at this ball of hate and despair, you see a flash of eyes red with anger. Hello. What? Hello. Hi there. Eric's gonna hold up one of the rats. Wanna bite? He runs up and snatches the rat out of your hands and then bites into it. And you see her, uh, as you see this thing drained of every ounce of blood. Oh. That might have been a mistake. <laughs> Vampire spy? <laughs> don't hurt him, please. Do not hurt him. This is my son. I don't care what he's become. I can't let you harm him. I'm going to toss one of the dream pies down there. <laughs> you toss it down and he kind of uh, looks at it sideways and he looks back at his father. Father. Father, please. I'm so hungry, father. Bro, it's, been, it's been days since <laughs> you fed me, father. I need more, dad. Dad, father. Stop complaining. Stop complaining. You had plenty of rat. Yeah, he had a whole rat. I gave you a whole pie. Do you know how expensive those are? Someone's child almost got took for one of those. I'm oh, sorry. I can't eat that. I'm losing my mind down here. I, I please, please feed me. Give me another rat. Thank you, whatever. Uh, the child. Cardenas is going to hold his arm over the, uh, the basement where he dropped the pie, and he's going to cut his arm and let some of the blood fall onto it. <laughs> and you see this thing greedily lap up the blood falling down within reach of it. You sure uh, that's the best idea? I don't know what the effect of demon blood is on a vampire spawn. I'm not <laughs> sure he cares. It's for science. Yeah. You can see it's burning the sides of his mouth, and his eyes are going full bloodshot. So is it bad for him? Fans, us, please more. It's so spicy, hot. If we are going to leave him alive, we leave. Yes. How do you? I'll look to the 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 priest, and I'll say how. How do you feed him? Uh, I fear you are doing a a bad thing for what you believe a good reason. It's not anyone that will be missed, you understand? They're criminals. They're no good riffraff. Not contributing to society. It's better that I take the leftovers and sustain my son. I'm going to continue feeding the thing. Take the leftovers so you're not the one killing them? You take them after they're dead? Well, no, he only feeds on life. But they're they're hardly alive. You can't really call some of the people that have already abandoned hope. And many are soulless. They don't even have souls. My son has a soul. I must keep him alive for as long as I can, humanely, of course. Only with some of these wretched scum. This explains why I haven't burned to death in this church. It's corrupt. There's a vampire underneath it, so. 
was thinking I'd be yeah. yeah, it's, it's fine. Uh, after I get, like, about, I don't know, a cup of blood down there, I'm gonna heal up. As you begin to heal yourself and seal the wound and the dripping fades, you hear a, No! No! Wait! Please! No! 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 Oh? Did you want more? Please, please give me more. What are you willing to give? Anything. I'm starving to death. You must help me. You won't let me die down here, please. Please, my father's so stingy. He doesn't give me <laughs> enough food. How desperate are you? I don't think you're going to get him to stay true to anything. Probably not. I can get some general use out of him for the first couple of things around. Huh. Not like I can slave him. I mean, we're definitely not letting him go, so... If any of those uses involve freeing him, that's not a good choice. Oh, uh, no, but never. Either we leave him here, or he dies. Those are the only options I see. Why are these the only options? You guys have no imagination. Please go, leave in peace, leave my son and I to live out our days. We have helped uh, you bury your burgomaster. Please go. You, you didn't actually help, you just handed them the shovel and uh, watched. Yeah, to be honest, I, I did all the work, but... Irina comes Your out. plan to cure him. Yes, yes, you can cure him by killing Strahd. If you are able to defeat the Master Vampire, then all those that were turned by him will revert to their human forms. Okay, but, 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 hear me out. How do you know he was turned by Strahd? Strahd's not the only vampire around here. I know it was Strahd because he personally attacked the church. He figures that if he is able to break the man of the man of the god, then he'll also be able to drive this city and plummet it into madness and chaos. But you've already kind of plummeted yourself. I, I don't see you as a very pious man. You're, you're you're feeding people to your son. Look, that you know what? Pretty... It wasn't I. I wasn't always feeding random villagers to my son who is in my basement. Hold right? on. Hold on, it's gone from criminals to random villagers? Okay, okay, look, 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 you guys are getting rather suspicious of me. Do you have a plan for if he escapes? You realize that this is uh, barbaric, in a sense. You're keeping him locked in a dark, damp basement with rats to starve. And even when you do feed him, you're taking the lives of other people who have nothing to do with the situation. It's not good for you. Or him. You just have to let him go. No. No, I cannot let my son go. I love him too much. No, I will continue to feed him. It's for the best. These other people, they were a waste of life anywhere. No, I uh. will continue. Who are you to judge me and my son? Who are you to judge their <laughs> death? Yeah, you know when the lizard man has a problem with you killing things, it's so bad. They, they got they gotta have a fighting chance. They have a, a fighting chance. You can't just throw people in a pit. The whole point of game hunting? Game hunting, yeah. 
She's got you there, man. That's that's really <laughs> not game hunting. What's it called when they're when you're in a big fence and then you you hunt the animals in the fence? Big fence operation. Herrick doesn't do that. Herrick's Herrick's one hundred percent forest hunting. He goes oh, out in the he... forest and he kills things. Sustainable practices. So, um, if this is how the priest really feels, can I, uh, try to defuse the situation and be like, hey, maybe, maybe we just need a one-on-one. I'll, I'll listen to your hardships for a bit. If you just, like, come with me a uh, bit. <laughs> Father Donovan waving his fat, bellied arms in the air is like, yeah, I cannot believe you come in here, you tell me what's right and what's wrong. Oh, you actually, Cardias, you make a good point. You make excellent point. I'm going to take him into a separate room. And what do you do to him in this separate room? I mean, what do you incubi do? So you all hear a very convincing, persuasive argument coming from Cardias and Father Donovan in the next room, and you... After about 10, 50, actually, Father Donovan, after about three minutes, uh, they come back out and Father Donovan is... I'm not letting him leave. I'm, I'm killing him here. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> you guys hear great amounts of pleasure and then sudden horror as a pillow is shoved in front of Father, Father Donovan. So, mm, 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 mm. Uh, yeah. If you wanted to kill him, you could have just said something to the party. He wasn't really a good man. I agree. I'm gonna capture his soul. I know. You can't have this one. I already took that. What do you... I only need a reaction to capture it. What do you have to do to get it? Oh, it's just automatically there if I kill them after... He wasn't a very good soul, or virtuous in any sense, so it was easy for me to take that one. But he's getting added to the count, my dude. I suppose. I don't think he wants the guy anyway. I'll have you know, I take degenerates. I just use them as basically energy. What do we do with that one? I suppose we should kill him as well. We can't risk him escaping and ravaging through the town. I agree. As unfortunate as his situation is. You want his soul too. I don't know if he still has a soul, but... I mean, everything in here does. They can't not have one. I can... I can store one more. Why? What do you... What... What do you do? I have... I have a quota. (laughs) I got a quota. (laughs) It's like a hell cop. I gotta meet my quota. Look, man. They're trying to promote me. So basically... You just here. You can just take credit for it when he goes to hell. It has to be my own hands. I didn't say you couldn't be the one to kill him, but and the soul has to get down there. Yeah, it goes down there eventually once I use its use it as energy. (sighs) So all you have to do is collect it, right? Yeah, I just like basically hold on to it, and as soon as, as soon as I use it to use one of my abilities, it returns to either, I guess whatever the equivalent of heaven and hell is in D and D. So I don't like 
permanently hold on to it. I actually have to let it go to use some abilities. Alright. Let me update the thing. And I guess I'll go down there and mercy kill. Going back down into the basement, you see the figure still huddling over the pool of blood that you allowed into its basement, licking it off the ground, even though it's clearly clean, continuing just with maybe the faintest taste. And as you open the door and let light spill in, <laughs> squints his eyes and retreats back into its corner. I'm gonna jump down into the basement. I'm going to uh, try to approach it. What's its, uh... What's its distance? When you're about ten feet away, it addresses you. You know, devil. I was turned into this form when we assaulted Strahd's castle. My heart was full of ambition and vengeance against the vampire, and I knew we were righteous. But... I underestimated the whole and the darkness that was Strahd. And I didn't understand that his castle was a thing of its own, a beast. I was unprepared. And that was when he decided to use me as a tool to drop my father insane. Please end it. Please don't allow me to be used as a tool against my father so Strahd can drive him mad. Free my father from this torment. Uh, you don't have to worry about your father anymore. Pretty freed. Pretty freed. Thank you, <laughs> heroes. Thank you for your mercy. Cardaeus is gonna take out the uh, twin Kadachis and uh, decapitate them. Just like Castlevania, when um, <laughs> God, who? Yeah, long pause. Who is the Godbrand? Not the twins. I love those guys. Who's Godbrand? Yeah, Godbrand. When he was like skiing around and he takes that axe and he chops out of the vampire's head off. Oof. Was like Castlevania, Castlevania was an 8-bit game. 16-bit? It is. But there's also a Netflix adaptation. There is. That sounds yeah, awful. It, mm -hmm. It's actually pretty okay, considering. I mean, Netflix adaptations are pretty <laughs> hit or miss, but mm -hmm. that one's pretty okay. I like it's, it. a little, it's a bit better than the Death Note adaptation. Oh god, that was mm. terrible. <laughs> but uh, that one is mostly uh, Vampire's Death and Sex. I had to describe it. I like the twins in uh, that particular. With Alucard, oh my. He just wanted to be not lonely. Oh my god, those... Fucking bullshit. Those fucking traitors. The fucking little poor traitors. God, he just wanted some friends. It's fucked up. Truly. So yeah, uh, after he's decapitated, I'm just gonna wipe off the uh, blades and sheathe them again and go back up. You guys heading back up, reunite in the lobby, and with an uneasy feeling, make your way out with Irina Kolyan at the head. And looking back, you see that the church 
The church looks quite a bit rougher than when you first arrived. It's odd. You don't know how you missed it, but somehow there's a sheen or a glimmer that fades away and there's just roughness left behind. I'm gonna get Irina and Ismark and ask them does anyone come here anymore? Or is this a building not stand for what it used to? Well, frankly, it used to be the pride of the city. Everyone from marriage to funeral came through here, and Father Donovan was the best men. But, well, it seems like everyone has been corrupted at this point, and the walls are crumbling and the darkness is moving in. It's quite literally. I believe we should move outside. Yeah. I was gonna say, and from where I'm from, uh, we tend not to let buildings like these stand. Uh, I was thinking, if you're not being from here, I'd say with your approval, if you, I'd like to uh, burn it down so that it's not, it's stand does not, uh, it's not visible anymore. A moment of urgency, of panic, goes over Irina's face and then realization at the wisdom of this suggestion. This church has obviously been corrupted and what it stood for is not what it stands for. Helping you guys take a moment, you guys to take a few torches and set the place ablaze. And as it begins to burn in the distance, the mist around you lights up even wider. And as you guys walk away, this eerie light being cast out from the mist, it changes into a green hue, and the light suffuses through the graveyard. This light emerges as a ghostly procession, wavering images of doughty women totting greatswords, woodwise men with slender bows, dwarves with glittering axes, and arc archaically dressed mages with beards and strange pointed hats. All these and more march forth from the graveyard, their numbers growing by the second. One hundred. Two hundred. Man, it must be thousands of ghosts rise up from this graveyard and proceed down the road, turning the corner. As the hours go by and you make your way down the path towards Velaki, you see this ghostly green river marching up to Strahd's castle, Castle Ravenloft, and then walk through the doors. Strahd has it easy, doesn't it? The souls just walk up to him. Can... Can I... I'm gonna try and find... a friendly-looking soul as we're walking and be like... So, uh... Try and communicate this back. So what... Where you guys heading? What you doing? No response. They seem to not be able to see you. 
can I have my submitted soul try to speak with them as you reach out and you try and feel the presence there's not so much a soul that you feel before you maybe like an image or a shadow would be more appropriate there is no consciousness more like a photon residuum it's a trail it's a slug trail we're in slugs do they do they appear like in the the visage does they appear like alive do they look like zombies it looks like they're alive one point okay There's like thousands of them, right? Thousands. No way to really... Okay. It's a continual stream of ghosts rising up from the graveyard, proceeding down Old Slavic Woods Road up to the castle. It's an army's last march. I remember an old story of a ghost army killing some orcs that were attacking this big white castle called in by the, the true king I think it was land was called like Gondor Gondor <laughs> is that the Aragon king or something lost no never mind yeah I thought that sounded familiar but I'm great I'm sorry it's an old children's tale maybe that's what they're doing maybe they'll go kill Strad for us we don't have to do anything they would have uh, we can Well, no matter what they're doing, we have our own mission. Yes, certainly. Yep, that only leaves me with one thing to do. I should have put it down on this. You're from here, I'm sure you know where you're going. Yes, yes, follow me, please, this way. I will take a defensive position at her back right. All right. You got her back. Anyone else? Uh, who, what's the marching order? Who's in front here? Uh, I'll just stand next to her. So. Eric's going to be in the back with his bow drawn. And you guys proceed on down the road. Making your way down the road. I'll roll that random encounter later. But to set the scene. Let me look at the map real fast, too. Later. But you guys continue through the woods and eventually arrive at the town of Vallaki. The old Slavich road meanders into a valley watched over by dark brooding mountains to the north and south. The woods recede, revealing a sullen mountain berg surrounded by a wooden palisade. Thick fog presses up against this wall, 
as though looking for a way inside, hoping to catch the town a slumber. The dirt road ends at a set of sturdy iron gates with a pair of shadowy figures standing behind them, planted in the ground. And flanking the ground outside the gates are a half a dozen pikes of with wolves' heads impaled upon them. Oof. Could have made this place a little bit more grim. Huh? Big wall, and then heads on spikes. What kind of heads are they? Wolf heads. Wolf heads. Herrick's going to point at the wolf head. Friends of yours? He's going to say to... Sorry, I can't remember names that well. Farius is the dapper werewolf. Yes, he's going to look at Farius, point at the wolves. Friends of yours? Farius will look at them a little bit. Just stand up and shrug. No, it doesn't appear to be so. Wolves are wolves. Oi, where you guys down there? Who are you doing down there? Who's that? Uh, traveling adventures with the. Well, you travel right in the other direction. You get all out of here. You got, we got no more room for people. Door things? Can Herrick hide? Can I hide? Stick to the shadows in the back? Alright. Herrick is hidden successfully in the shadows. Go ahead and give me a stealth check. Oh, wait, what's up? You guys have arrived at the town of Vallaki, and Herrick oh, is standing yeah. in the shadows. However, his tail is conspicuously outside of uh, from behind the tree that he's trying to stealth behind. It's just a snake. Well, surely you have room for at least one more. Uh, our group is not necessarily looking to stay, but this fine lady is. No exceptions to the rules. You'll come back when it's daylight. Otherwise, this uh, this gets this locked. Can I try persuasive otherwise? Well, oh, uh, actually, hey, how you doing? I mean, well, you know, daylight's not that far off. Well, you know, maybe we can persuade persuaded to open the gates for you there. Uh, what's your name there, lad? Uh, I'm Cardaeus, and it would be very much pleasing to me if you would let us inside. Open up the fucking gates, or letting Cardaeus in here right now! <laughs> guys hear the squeak of these iron doors open up, and you guys gain entry into the town of Alagi. That's where we're gonna end it this week. Alright. Amy. Thanks for playing. Appreciate it, you guys. No game next week. I got a babysit. All right. Good to know. I can cut Farius down to four health. With that Ooh, it's close.
This is why you don't eat your pet mice. <laughs> oh, and congratulations. You're all level four. Oh, oh wonderful. Oh. And this other game, I'm playing a paladin, and he's got a dragon now. He's got a pet dragon. Level four and has a pet dragon. How to train your paladin dragon? He's a green, it's a green dragon, yeah. Okay. It's a wormling. Nice. Your DM is going to kill off that wormling. Oh, no, he's not. Do you need a sexy, fine, foxy lady to push your agenda talking points? Come on down to Infowhores.com. We got the finest ladies on the internet whose political positions are morally ambiguous. Do you need to push white supremacy? Go ahead and hop on down to the Cultural Marxist tab and you can have a hot babes. Try and institute a cultural revolution where you suck all the students and teachers out of their classrooms and execute the liberals and their evil teaching, brainwashing, communist scum. Infowhores has the finest ladies ready to push your every one agenda. No line is ever too far to be crossed. Nothing is off limits with Infowhores. We're your one-stop shop for propagandists, needs propaganda and we'll bring it to you top quality no better than anybody's ever done it before. Infowhores.com